Welcome to 90 Day Fiance, where two attorneys with too much time on their hands discuss our mutual love for the most entertaining reality show on television, 90 Day Fiance. I'm Christine. And I'm Mai. And this is 90 Day Fiance. Hello, listeners, and happy Monday. Um, before we start the show, I want to do a bit of housekeeping. Today is a little different. Today is Christine's birthday, so she's taking a very deserved week off to unwind and celebrate with hopefully a bunch of strippers. Um, but seriously, though, we joke a lot on this show, but the truth is that I love Christine as much as I love my girl Tammy. Happy birthday, Christine. We hope you're having so much fun. So if you listened last week, you know that I was looking for someone to help me with the show today. And we're very lucky here at 90 Day Fiance Bay that we had basically an influx of listeners asking to do the show. Uh, we're truly honored and overwhelmed by the amount of love and interest to co-host. And I really wanted to do right by the show. And I really wanted to do right by Christine. So I was really very thorough in finding a substitute. And out of the numerous interests, um, the one person out of the two that wrote in um, is my partner, Jackie. And if you're a longtime listener, you'd know that Jackie's my partner, the love of my life, and as of recently, my fiancé, or more accurately, my fiancé bae. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm going to do my best today to really bring the riz in place of Christine. Oh yeah, you're already doing it by dropping, <laughs> dropping the riz. <laughs> Um, I do want to preface to the listeners, though, that I will probably call you um, babe um, simply because I can never call you Jackie. If I call you Jackie, it is a, we're clearly in a serious fight and it's very uncomfortable for me. Is that OK? Very uncomfortable for me, too. <laughs> so what did you think of this episode? Well, before we kick off, there are a few things I'd like to set the record straight on. Okay. A couple episodes ago, you know, you had mentioned the chance of me burning this chicken that you had placed in the oven. So I just wanted your listeners to know that crisis was averted and I successfully took the chicken out when the timer went off and we had, you know, a very tasty roast chicken for dinner. It was delicious. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, and I also wanted to say one more thing. So I don't know if your listeners have caught on to this thing that you do that drives me absolutely insane when we watch this show or any reality TV. And, you know, you say that we don't know what's real or what's really going on because of editing. And it's utterly annoying because how the show is composed is all we have to react to. And that's exactly what they want us to do is to react to it. So you better not say that during this recording. But it is the narrative of the editor. It's not, it's, it, that's, that's what you're paying for. That's literally why we watch okay. it. Okay. I will try my best. I don't know how this actual podcast episode will be edited but I would try my best. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else you would like to set the record straight on? I think that's it. That's it? 
not you don't want to tell and a threesome is not everyone's dream especially not mine or your dream no i was told it could not it's definitely not my dream okay that's all that's all i wanted to say good good we're on the same page (laughs) good good so um this is episode 15 season 10 till death do us part wait this is jackie do you want to i'm sorry not jackie babe um do you want to tell people how long you've been watching the show? Like a good couple of years now? Uh, yeah, going on four years because that's how long we've been together. And I don't know that we would have made it this far had I not also, you know, partaked um, in this very important aspect of your life. I, I mean, that is, that is an accurate statement. I will say that it is one of the prerequisite of being with me. You need to have integrity, good character, and watch the show. So, yes, and not just ninety day fiance. We watch the other way. You know all the all the tangents, all the tangents of the show. Um, but in exchange, I watch Sister Wives with you. So hashtag True Love. <laughs> yes, I bring something to the table too. You know, you do. You yeah, do. lots of other things. Um, Okay, so let's start. The name of the episode is Till Death Do Us Part. Let's start out with Clayton and Annalie. Do you feel like going to a, a bachelor party today, babe? Um, let's just first talk about, though, how Baby Pig was stressed out and Clayton could not sleep. It is very stressful when your babies are stressed out. I I did think it was ridiculous at first. And then honestly, I had a moment where I questioned myself, like, would I have found this weird if he were referring to dogs, for example? And so I felt like maybe I have a bias against pigs. Yeah. Um, but also him and his animal noises make him weird, too. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think I think if he loves his guinea pigs as much as I love my dogs, I would, you know, I would be up all night stressing out with them. Yes, yes, this is true. We need to have some sympathy. But they're guinea pigs. So, but they're his babies. We can be kinder. Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay. We can be kinder. You're right, yeah. you're right. And it's to you all can. animals. We do not discriminate all animals. on this show. In my defense, Annalie also wants nothing to do with those guinea pigs. Yeah, but I feel like she has that face where it looks like she wants to have nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I I was really on the fence this until this episode where I've decided that I truly think that she's here for a green card and I do not like to say that about people. I think I I think you might be right and I would add to that that she is also here to have a bachelorette party because I have not seen her more excited about anything or or more expressive of having showing any emotion than she did about the bachelorette party and during the bachelorette party. She was living her best life, for sure. She's the most excited I've ever seen her. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Clayton was having the nerd hangout bachelor party (laughs) okay so let's break this down clayton is having a bachelor party at his rental house with his best bud cameron and it's just the two of them playing in the pool playing video games while annalee is with 
a bunch of ladies on a party bus and a stripper. Which bachelor party would you? Which one would you rather go to? The correct answer is none of the above. What do you mean? There's no right or wrong answer. There's it's a preference. No, because we've said no bachelor bachelorette parties for us. Yeah, I agree. I we've already agreed that you and I are not having one. That's not, but that's not the question. I'm saying if your friends are having these, these are the two parties that your friends are having. Which one would you prefer to go to? Would I go to by myself? Yes. Would you go to by yourself? Oh, I still, I still want to say none of the above. Well, obviously, but you have to pick one because they're both equally horrifying. If I had to pick one. Okay, <laughs> fine. If I had to pick one, then obviously, yeah, obviously the the one on the bus with the stripper, primarily because there's alcohol. Clayton、True. didn't even have alcohol at home. He had video games. Him and his homeboy. Yep. Just because of alcohol, you're leaning towards the party bus, even though there's penis swinging around everywhere. That's that's your choice. Despite that, yes, yes. Despite that, okay. Same question, but we, what if I have to go to one? Which one would you pick for me? <laughs> I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming because I love you. This this by no means this does not mean that I condone you doing this. But in this scenario where you have to pick one, then yes, I would also want you. Um, yeah, I would also want you to be at the the one on the bus with all the penises. Okay. Well, and okay. the alcohol. And the alcohol. Well, we both know alcohol is very important to me. Okay, but I, you know what, I I think Brandy had a rough start, but Brandy's really coming through. Homegirl really hooked it up, like throwing a party, giving Anneli what she wanted, conjure up some random people. Like I thought, Brandy came through for Anneli. What do you think? I definitely think Brandy came through for her brother and future sister-in-law, and、mm. and that was like on top of everything else that they had, you know, made her do to to like. Plan for this wedding. Yeah, but she she didn't get a llama or an alpaca for the wedding. So she, <laughs> she did she fail. Failed. She <laughs> some would say she failed in she life. Did, she did fail on that front, but she made up for it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I thought it was funny how uh on the bus Annalie sees a man in uniform and thinks it's immigration. <laughs> I mean, how appropriate was that very, for you know ninety day fiance? That's very relatable <laughs> if you're in Annalie's position. And and on Brandy's part, I mean, Annalie, she said it. Annalie made it very clear. Like the only thing she can say in English was a stripper. <laughs> so <laughs> I wonder if that's like a cultural thing.、Um, like in. I think Peru, right? Like that's where she's from. Like whether that's like a normal thing to to have at your bachelorette would be a stripper, or do they just think, oh, this is what Americans do? You know. I was thinking it's the latter. Like I tend to think that when you're a foreigner and then you're in the U.S., you want to have these like all American sort of experiences, and so I think they probably watch a lot of TV and see, you know. The American bachelor bachelorette party, and there's、mm. strippers involved, and they're like, 
I'm going to marry a man in the United States. That's what I want. That is one of the perks, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, what did you think of this conversation that Randy had uh, with Annalie when she was drunk about closet mom? The the sister-sister moment. Um, mm. She said, drunk words are sober thoughts. <laughs> and right. so I think... She actually thinks she was very intentional about having that conversation with Annalie. And I don't think that her intention was to really stir up any drama, but to just maybe it's because she knows how her brother is. And she's mm -hmm. also relating to Annalie as like a human being and wanted to be frank with her and basically set her straight about Clayton and his mom's, you know, closeness um albeit very bad timing i don't know that you should have this conversation and want Annalie to just think twice about things like at her bachelorette party but nonetheless i appreciate that she wanted Annalie to know you know what she was really getting into what if it was like a low-key warning i think that's i mean that's kind of what i'm saying like i think she felt compelled to yeah give her all the information she needed before she made this decision to marry this guy. Yeah. I mean, okay. So we have, we don't really have get anything out of this conversation because she's not really saying what exactly what is wrong with closet mom. We don't really find out additional information. All we hear is that they've always been together and that the mom will never leave Clayton's side. And she, I think she used the word disturbed. Um, so it made me think that it's more than just closeness between mom and Clayton. Like it's, I think it's the point is it's too close for comfort. Like it, she's literally, she's closet mom, babe. I mean, she, there's, I don't know what more you need to find out about them and their relationship. I, I know, but I, I mean, obviously it's, it's on, you know, on its face it's disturbing, but I'm saying like, what if it's more than that? What if it's like, illegal uh, i did not think i mean what would be illegal babe oh no my i did not go there this is why we make such a great pair because i go somewhere so that you don't have to yeah i think she was basically saying he's closet mom today and he will forever never be closet they mom. just have to get bigger closets will. <laughs> yeah, that's all they have to do. Okay. Um, how sad was Clayton's party? It was so sad. I felt so bad for him, but I don't even think he felt bad. I thought he was perfectly happy. I felt bad for his buddy. Like in the middle of it, he just was. I think he didn't know what to mm -hmm. expect, but then also kind of thought there would be something else. And yeah, he was just like, I mean, there's usually more people and more drinking and a little bit of drugs. <laughs> uh, how hilarious was that pool scene? That pool scene was so funny. Oh my God. It was, it's just weird too, that it's like an indoor pool and yeah, like two dudes splashing around and some so floaties. <laughs> you know, the pro producers were just doing him wrong. Like, they were totally trolling him. I don't think so. They were giving us 
a real glimpse of what happened at the party. So, yes. Babe, they absolutely were trolling him. And you're borderline encroaching on the things I said earlier not to do. So please refrain from leaning into that body. <laughs> I will try. It's hard when you've been in the business for so long, you know, that is, it's hard not to look at things from a different perspective. I also realized we think Clayton is a very weird guy and you kind of assumed his friend sort of might be the same because one, they're besties and they have this virtual relationship. And I guess there's this, I don't know, like stigma or something associated with that, but you just kind of assume, or I assumed that his friend Mm -hmm. was kind of the same as Clayton. But when his friend made that comment about more people drinking and drugs, I realized, well, he's kind of a normal guy, for lack of better words, a normal guy who happens to play a lot of video games. But Clayton is still an extremely weird dude. And so I wonder if when Clayton is interacting IRL with his buddy now, like if Clayton realizes how weird and socially awkward he really actually is. Because he probably also thought this guy is similar to how he is. But when, I hear what you're saying, but when Cameron called him out and was like, yo, this is really weird, Clayton, it didn't face him at all. He, he was just like, so? Nobody asked you. Like, he was just very, in a way, like, kind of like, this is my party, this is what I want to do, don't care. So, don't know whether he thinks he's different or other people are different. I don't know if he thinks one way or another, but I don't think he cares that much. Or maybe he no longer cares at this age. Perhaps he used to care when he was younger, but now he's like, I don't give a fuck. Yep. Rolling with my guinea pigs. So, <laughs> that's right. Rolling with my crew. That's all I need. That's all I need. Yo, you know what? But I appreciate that about Clayton. If if he knows that that's, that's all he needs in life, then who are we to judge? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that all for them? That's, I think that's so. all I got. Right? Yep. All right. Let's move on to Sam and Chitra. There wasn't a whole lot going on with them this episode. You think so? Well, they, she went wedding shopping, wedding dress shopping. Yeah, but I mean, it was very like, meh, like, and then they had the serious talk Mm -hmm. and she stood up to her dad. Mm -hmm. There was the one scene where um, Sam and his mom go to a pawn shop uh, to get her, her wedding ring. I wasn't too sure how I felt about that because in my mind, I'm like, these rings ended up in this pawn shop, most likely because of other failed marriages so i'm not sure if you want that sort of you know energy following you into you know into your wedding ring or they had to sell their wedding ring to buy crack so yeah again not good energy for one's wedding ring i would think yeah but it's a numbers game you know maybe somebody's failed marriage is somebody else's successful marriage <laughs> Pawn shop lady was really sweet to knock off twenty dollars on that one. Yeah, God bless her. Twenty heart. bucks. <laughs> Great deal. Two hundred seventy-eight dollars. Was that a real diamond? No, darling, not for two hundred and seventy. Yeah, but it's no. a pawn. Look, did you have a really good look at it? 
not a really good look, but good enough to know that it is not a real diamond. What do you think it was? I don't know. Cubic zircon. I don't even know if you can buy cubic zirconia for $278. I mean, Mm. I don't know. I have not, not even on my radar, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, you know what, Sam, I kind of do like Sam. It was very weird. I think he's weird, but I, I kind of do like him. He seems to really care about her. He's practical. He's like, I don't have any money. He's not trying to be something he isn't. Like, he doesn't have any money, but he still wants to give her a ring. Um, He seems to always prioritize her needs in a way, which I really like. Except when it came to turning in an application on time. He forgot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It happens. I'm not defending him. Yeah. I think you're right for the most part. I think you're right for the most part. And I think she recognizes that about him too. Even in that conversation she has with her dad. She's just like, you know, he does mm-hmm. everything for me and he puts me above everything else. Even though he doesn't have a lot of money. Um. So, yeah, I think you're right yeah. about that. Do you think, but we'll really find out for sure when we get to the, to see whether they have a twilight wedding yes. or not. <laughs> we'll see for sure how much Sam loves her. It was cute that he rented mm-hmm. that farmhouse for her family. That's another example of kind of an all American, you know, experience. Yeah. But I think it's also their wedding venue. Oh, you think? Yeah, I think he I I thought he said that. He said this is where they're staying, but it's also where they're going to have their wedding. Oh, I might have missed that part. But that makes sense. Yeah, I think it looks great for if if that's the vibe that you're going for, that's pretty. It's perfect for that. You know, there was one moment um Citra had that reminded me of you. Can you can you guess? Or shall I just tell you? Um, she wasn't hot in any of those moments, so I don't know which one you're talking about. <laughs> you're yeah. right about that. But when she goes to the wedding dress store and they're like, so what kind of dress are you looking for? And she's like, uh, a white one. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, that would have been mine if I had made her go by herself. That's true. I, I we did learn that in Indonesia they they go shopping with their future husbands. We did learn that. I did not know that either. Yeah, me neither. I had no idea. So well, we you know, went when together we, I, in Singapore. So we did. That's you know like yeah. a neighboring country. Yeah. Well, I I don't know what's the rules in Singapore. Like, do they go with their future husbands too? Did we ask? I don't remember. We didn't. But that's my point. I was like, maybe they have a similar custom yeah. that we, you know. Adopted right. while we were there. Yeah. They, you know what was very sad about the Singaporean wedding dress shopping experience? Oh, no champs. No champs. No champs. <laughs> like, it's like, what is even the point of getting married? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But you know what? I of The funny thing is of all the couples, this couple turned out to be the most normal one. Like... This is the one couple that I think would probably last longer than five years. Yes, I would agree. I think they have very genuine intentions and care and even love for each other. I am a little nervous about how long Sam can stay on sort of the straight 
and narrow path and stay out of trouble. Yeah. But, you know, from what we've learned from Sam, it sounds like he had a pretty unstable childhood. It sounds like his mom had her own issues. So maybe now that he has a family of his own and some stability, maybe that would help. Yeah, he is. I mean, I think he definitely means well. Like, he's definitely not that guy that, like, says a bunch of stuff and then Mm -hmm. does a bunch of things behind her back. Like, I think he really, really means to, like, create a good life for them. Yeah. It sounds like he's trying to grow up. Yeah. I I wish them all the luck in the world. Yeah, uh, uh, in this season, they're my favorite couple. Like, I think they're the one couple that seem to genuinely love each other and care for each other. And they seem like they have a mutual respect, which I really appreciate. Not as much as I love and care and respect you, but I think theirs is good enough. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you. All right. Um, Okay, let's go to your favorite guy who coincidentally... It's also Christine's favorite guy. Oh my god! So you have big shoes to fill because usually Christine just go off on a tangent, just yelling at, just talk bitching about him. <laughs> um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're referring to Rob the Nub. I am referring to Sophie and Rob. Yes, it's very little Sophie and Rob content this week, though. Like it's been very little the last couple of weeks, don't you think? <sighs> Every time they play, every time they play that clip of Rob saying, I'm all the way up until I say I do, I literally want to throw something at our television. I mean, he's such a douchebag. Like, and he says it with that face. Like, you just literally want to slap him. Yeah. Like, ugh, I cannot stand him. I know. I know. And I actually think the more we learn or the more we hear, them like talk and share like i think sophie 100 percent like knows who he is and knows and knows what she's getting herself into him yeah like, into with him which is also another reason why i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you woman like jesus christ like he really is a knob like I, I don't like she says he's defensive. He refuses to ever say sorry for anything. Yeah, she described his his like behavior this episode as like passive aggressive. I mean, you know, all these things. And I'm not hearing a whole lot of other things that make up for that. And I'm gonna say it homeboy does not mm-hmm. have a freaking bathroom. So I mean, what is it about him? Like we were talking about Sam and Citra, like Sam genuinely loves her and wants, you know, like you can see the positive attributes there. I see zero positive attributes for Rob the fucking knob. Okay. Okay. I I agree with you, but let me ask you this. Do you think that she's using him for a green card to stay in LA for the, for the gram, right? Because they're on the show. They're going to be on the gram. Or... Do you think she thinks she can't get a better guy than Rob, despite the fact that she knows that he's a douche? I hate thinking that any of them do this with the intention of, like, coming to the United States. And even so, there are plenty of other decent guys that I think will, you can, you know, that you can do the same thing with. But I do think she has, like, her own internal issues, and I think self-confidence is part of that yeah 
And yeah. she still is very much so kind of figuring herself out too. So you're you're probably right. I think some of it is yeah, she imagined having this life in LA with him and I don't know that she's willing to part with that vision at this time. And then also, yeah, maybe she does feel like she can't get anything to get someone better. Than yeah, funny. She she has she really should free herself so she can make many more mistakes with different men. She has all the time in the world, all the time in the world. You know, instead of making multiple mistakes with the same man. Agreed. We all did it, Sophie. It's your turn. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but we could all get up in the middle of the night and use the restroom when we were making those mistakes. <laughs> That's absolutely right. So Sophie and mom go dress shopping. Guess what? There's champs there. There was champs there. There was champs there, but they they opted for water. They Yes, I, I thought that was strange choice, but I'm not one to judge. I think, though, I mean, the best question she asked was, do my boobs look nice? That is an excellent question to ask. <laughs> I asked Christine this, and now I'm going to ask you this. I always ask Christine and you the same questions. Do you think Sophie's boobs are real? No, I don't think so. Really? I can't. How do you? How do you guys tell? I don't know. I just think they're too big. I don't know. But then again, she is proportional. Yeah. I asked Christine, and Christine said definitely fake. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they are, but they they could be, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So Sophie tells mom she's bi. This is another big Wait, coming out. But which which dress did you like? Did you like the first one? Did so you like hooker vibes? I, don't, I didn't think any of them were nice. I actually thought the first one was really nice on her. But I'm glad they did not go with hooker vibes. Did you think it was hooker vibes? Yeah, I thought it was the worst. But that's actually, really? honestly, like, if I had to pick one that I thought she would pick, it was that one. Oh, okay. Well, I, I thought they were all ugly, so it was fine. And you know, I probably I don't even remember. If you were to show me what they look like now, I wouldn't know which one is which. Yeah, and now I regret asking um, you about this. So wait, did she pick one? I only. <laughs> yeah, I was very surprised <laughs> that you asked. You know, me I think they than picked that. the third one, which was like oh, the last one, the one that the mom really liked. Yeah, it was like the classier option. It was nice, but kind of is it mid. is it mid? <laughs> yes. I wrote meh, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to use that new word. Like, new word you learned is mid. <laughs> Shout out to Kate and Kevin for teaching us mid. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Can we talk about coming out now? Yes. Yes, we can. So- Sophie tells mom she's bi. What did you think of mom's reaction? She said, well, she was like, 90%. No, 88%. No, 92%. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think, I thought it was funny, but I think mom's reaction, um, to answer your question, I mean, I think she obviously was, like, she didn't care. Like, it was, like, legitimately not a big deal to her, but I think most of what her reaction was, was 
feeling hurt that her daughter, you know, didn't feel that she could come to her about this sooner, you know. Um, But I think her, her advice was right, you know, like, or for lack of better words, right. But, you know, don't get married until you've been with a girl and you know what you really want. Yeah, I think that was good advice. I did wonder, though, if whether or not she would have given Sophie the same advice if she liked Rob. I. What did you think? I do agree that her reaction was mostly because she felt like, oh, my daughter has clearly been struggling with this and hasn't told me, right? But the way that she reacted, it was almost like, so what's the big deal? Who cares if you buy? Like, meaning it's not a big deal to her. But seeing how nervous Sophie was to tell her, she could have been a little mm-hmm. more sympathetic, right? Um, because telling your mom, especially mm-hmm. for the first time, is always very scary. Mm-hmm. I do think that she's just looking for any excuse to get Sophie to leave Rob. So she's just coming up with anything, right? And hence the the advice to like experiment and and meet people and all that stuff. I personally don't think you have to try to be with a woman to know that you're bi. I think straight people don't have to try. That person could have never been in a relationship or have never had any kind of experience with another um, partner and still know that they're straight. You know, I don't think you have to have experiences to know. Right. But isn't that different than... In the, then the situation where you're by and you, you know, could go either way. I mean, wouldn't you want to like, I, I don't know. I think it's fair advice, but I think you have a good point. Cause like, yeah, somebody who knows they're a hundred percent gay, would you also tell them to, I don't think it's more, I don't think it's a matter of like trying the field and seeing, I think it's just because you have, kind of two paths you should explore options both. options yes right. but how is that different than if a straight person they could also they have multiple options just other straight people mm-hmm. instead of this straight person so it's you you all have the same amount of options but i don't think it's that just, it, the genitalia is different i don't think that advice would apply here well i think because she doesn't like rob she still would be like you should see what else is out yeah. there but I think in this case, she's like, since you haven't been with a woman, shouldn't you really know what that's like yeah. in order to really know what you yeah. want? Fair. You know? Okay. And that's pretty much it with this conversation. Yeah, I think so. Oh, well, we didn't talk about the meme. I do think she... <laughs> I love the meme. You're right. Thank you for bringing that up. I forgot about the meme. I mean, Yeah. Do you want to t- tell what people What was it? About- I, I really don't remember. I don't even have it down on my notes. Basically, it was just this, this stupid passive-aggressive meme he posts at like 4 a.m. about like s- staying up late or something. That's right. That's while right. your girl is out talking shit about you. I'm paraphrasing here. And then his response or what he, his caption on his post, I guess, was like, this hit real hard (laughs) today or tonight or something like that. And she, she was like, he probably stayed up until 4am looking for the perfect meme to post just to like take a jab at me. And I think she was 100% right. Like he probably did do that. Like he is, uh, 
you of all people know that like men who act like passive aggressive and are just little bitches like I just think there is nothing worse than that and I don't care if I'm breaking all kinds of gender rules or politeness by saying this but that's like my own personal belief like I just think if you're a man be a man but like when you act like a little bitch like it's okay very unattractive so let's say the same and yes she recognizes this about him and she still wants to call him in the morning and like come pick me up yeah because she went dress shopping and she looks so pretty in it so it makes her feel better about him that's how that's how that works and his tone like when she calls him like he's just like oh yeah it's just oh my blood boils (laughs) when he speaks like i just he's the worst let's say okay that's all that's all i'm gonna know but i i have a very good question though because let's say she's in a relationship with a female and the same female posts the same exact meme and the same exact caption would it hit you the same way it would not be my reaction wouldn't be as extreme so yes why in this scenario equally passive aggressive it's yes it is passive it is equally passive aggressive but it is worse for I, in my opinion, it is worse for like men to behave that way. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. The bar is so high with you. It's uh, yeah. It's so petty. It's yeah. just petty. So if I were to do it, I it would be okay. No, it wouldn't be. Okay. <laughs> but you would never. You would never. I You're would very never. direct and yeah. And mm-hmm. and I would obviously be asleep by ten thirty. So <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you wouldn't stay up till four. All right. Okay, now that everyone in the world knows that Sophie's by, congrats. Welcome to the tribe, Sophie. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go to an engagement party in Moldova. In Moldova. In Moldova. We need to go to Moldova. Uh, we do not. Yes, we do. Why do we not need to go? It, it could be like literally the last of the last things on the list. There's just so many other places we have to oh, go. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> you're offending a lot of people i mean nine out of ten listeners are probably mm-hmm. shaking their heads okay. right now well good thing i'm just a special one-time guest <laughs> you are special let's yeah i don't know where you're going to be invited back mm. for the second it depends on what the fan mail says you know we'll see what what the mail what, what do people say um anyway so they're getting ready for their engagement party it is rare to see them have fun with each other it is and it is like yes i mean this was a good episode for them i think um they didn't really get into it but to be fair homegirl basically spent all day at home getting ready i mean he left early in the day and then later it's dark outside he's (laughs) at the party and she's still getting ready. Yeah. She's still like doing her hair one and FaceTiming her friend. So mm-hmm. I mean there wasn't as much opportunity for them to get into yeah, it. Yeah, like this everybody's already there and she's like the last to arrive probably. Um I would be livid if I had to wait for someone to get ready for like hours like this. I mean, it was all day. <laughs> I think on one episode, she said she spent like three or four hours getting ready or something. Yeah, it's... Oh, my note says, 
My note says, I wonder how late she is. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, he took pictures with all the guests already, probably had several rounds to drink. Everyone was sitting and settled. But I think she wanted to have that sort of glamorous, late, fashionably late entrance, like the way she kind of like strutted in. Right, she did. Um, it was very planned. What do you think of her karaoke performance? It definitely gave me some Silva sister oh, vibes. Oh, not as good. Not as good. <laughs> because there aren't two of them. <laughs> Thank God. And and no one could be could, could be as good as the Silva sisters. I don't know what I I just thought I one was didn't realize it was an original until probably later when she said it was her song. And so I was trying to oh, it's an original. figure out what song it was. Well, yeah, she said it's my song. So, oh, and I just, I'd never heard that song before. And the lyrics were like kind of off. Okay. I'll, I'm sure it's on Spotify, babe. I'm sure she <laughs> has something on Spotify we can add to our dinner party playlist. Um, yeah, we'll have to compare the number of listens versus what Darcy and Stacy's songs <sighs> have done but yeah not as good as them but to be fair she didn't have you know anybody there to auto-tune her <laughs> or, or a hype girl um, to like feed off of you know or a hype girl so, yeah. so the perform mm-hmm. well her hype girl is that giant rose on her freaking left titty that's her hype girl right there do we say that the performance was mid it was mid i would say it was mid although always always mid a very generous a generous ranking I would say it was mid, but it's probably generous for you. Yeah, it was horrible. It was very bad. Because you're harsher than me. It was so bad. Are you kidding me? It was so bad. This is the problem with Nikki. Like, Darcy, say what you will about Darcy. But Darcy has the riz. You know, (laughs) she brings it. Like, even if Darcy does a terrible, Darcy does a terrible performance, whatever she does, it is just terrible and it is just very very cringy but for some reason you still appreciate it and you you appreciate her efforts you know do you know why do you know why that is why and i have all the love and admiration in the world for darcy i want her to find love and i want her to be happy but this is why darcy brings the risk because she has such a big heart and I'm, I'm being <laughs> totally genuine when I say that. She has such a big heart and she's just so enthusiastic about everything she does. You know, her House of Eleven and her like singing career. <laughs> her and singing her, career? You know, one fiance after the other. Like she's, she just has so much heart and she puts everything into everything she does. So that's why it's better. I, I know you I are. I know you is. are because I, I totally <laughs> agree with you. Um, She's just so amazing. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's the ex- She is amazing. That's the extent of how delusional Darcy is, you know? <laughs> like she's so delusional, but she, she puts her whole heart into it. So then you can't help but love her. You know, yes, but Nikki, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's just not the same. No, Nikki does not have the same amount. Well, of Nikki's heart. performative. Yes, that's the difference. Nikki's performing a role. the The role is Nikki, 
And whereas Darcy truly believes she is Darcy of House of Eleven, mm-hmm. of whatever else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Darcy, if you're listening to this show, we would love to get you on the show <laughs> and talk to us. And and no more plastic surgery, Darcy. You don't need any more. Enough. That's all. But you do you. <laughs> And you be happy. <laughs> We love you no matter what, Darcy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And last but not but least, but it really doesn't matter. It really sorry. It really doesn't matter what we think of Nikki's performance because I think Justin actually thought like the world of it, and so I think that's what counts. Um, yeah. Do Do you think? Like I, I, I did think that he seemed very enamored by her at this party. Yeah, he was. Like he was. Like I think he thought she was like jaw dropping, and he was just so impressed by her. And then how he was saying like, oh, he wanted to like, you know, stand up and support her and cheer her on and stuff. And so, yeah, I think he's a really good guy, honestly. And I think you know he's definitely facing. Some challenges when it comes to this relationship, but he acknowledges that and he tries to work through it. I think sometimes she just is a little impatient with mm-hmm. him. Um, but in this episode, I think you can see he just he really he really does like love her for like who she is. You know. So you think you think he he needs more credit? Like she needs to give him a little bit more credit? Yeah. And I think that's what he's yeah. been saying all along, too, right? Like she doesn't give him enough credit, and she doesn't see the work that he puts into their relationship. Yeah, you know, I do think. I mean, singing a song about you know knowing your body. I don't know that that those are the right words to be singing to him because. Yeah. Does he want to know your body, Nikki? But, I don't know. Okay. So, <laughs> do you think a better way of recognizing yeah. him and and giving him more credit would be to give him the threesome that he's always wanted? No, I don't think so. It was just an idea he threw out there. It didn't sound like he was super married to it, by the way. I felt like they talked about it for like two episodes. They did, but I just I don't know that it's something like. I don't know. He doesn't nag her about it as much as she nags him about not having like more sex, which is why, yeah, I just don't feel it's as big a deal to him. This is the conundrum. Like, if you want more sex, you have a threesome. That then everybody's happy. That's also sex. Uh huh. I think they're just not compromising correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Babe, I'm just talking about them. Yeah, sure you That's are. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So now that we're done with the engagement party, let's go to Florida for. Oh right. yes, West Palm Beach. Yep. This is the last couple of the night. Did they say that they're going to get their wedding cake at Publix? It did sound like that. That's what they said, and then they went to the to the store. Publix is like a local. Grocery store chain in Florida, mm-hmm. and they got a bunch of you know junk food, I guess, for their rental home and stuff to feed their guests. And I didn't see them getting a cake though, but they did say that's where they were going to get a cake. <laughs> You're right, actually. Now that I think about it, I was like, wait a minute. They yeah, walk out but they did cake. get pineapple. 
because and mangoes. Right now it's very good. And mangoes. Mm-hmm. That does sound very delicious. Not the pineapple. I'm not a pineapple person, but mangoes is always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, do you think if he weren't there, she would have bought pre-cut mangoes and pineapple? <laughs> oh, because because he's she so good at him. cutting it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he has made fun of how she grocery shops. Like she buys like baby carrots because she doesn't want to like cut actual carrots. You know, like no, that's true. Um, I will say that it is very difficult to cut up fruits. Um, yeah, cutting a pineapple is like my worst fear. It's very messy. Followed by cutting a watermelon. Two things oh, yeah. I just will avoid at well, any cost. You know, in our household, we only eat fruits when my mom cut it up for us. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Because we're grown-ups. Let's see. So we find out that Pinot Noir is not coming to the wedding. Yes. What they didn't say is he didn't go because he's harboring feelings for Manuel and can't, can't bring himself <laughs> to watch losing yet another man to a woman. Um, Pinot Noir is <laughs> not coming to the wedding. Um, so this joint bachelor bachelorette party on the boat, that's, that was a pretty cool party, I I say. What do you think? It was fun. It seemed really cool. I thought it was cool. I thought it was very, I guess, Florida to ha- like yeah. do something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like you're there once, you're celebrating your birthday week, not birthday, wedding weekend. You have a joint party on the boat. There's nothing better than that. Uh, Manuel is drunk. Mm-hmm. He's very drunk and therefore sad. Emotional. Yep. Very emotional. Missing his family, missing his mom, missing his kids. Mm-hmm. Are you, because, you know, Christina and I go back and forth between whether he's actually in in love with her or if she's he's using her. What do you think? I think that he does love and appreciate certain things about her. But I guess if, I think that if there were no sort of, green card on the table, green card opportunity on the table. So let's say he met her um in I forgot what country he's I think from. Ecuador. Ecuador. If he had met her there, would they be, you know, where they're at right now and about okay. to get married? No. I actually don't think he would have put up with this shit, like her shit. Um but yes, because so I do think it's a factor, but I don't think there. It's like a loveless situation. It's obviously a very passionate situation. Obviously, yeah. I mean, I don't know that. I mean, granted, he you know was um, inebriated, but to use Brandy's words again, what did she say? Like drunk words or sober truths or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. But uh-huh. I don't know that I've seen, like, as intense of a reaction like this before on the show. When, you know, the foreign fiancé is getting married and, um, you know, without their families and stuff there. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, we've seen people react to it and that they express some sadness. But I don't know that, like, there's been this intense of a moment like that um, mm-hmm. with any of the other couples we've seen in the past. No, that's true. I agree. I thought it was a very real and vulnerable moment uh, from him, which is, you know, not some. 
How do you think Ashley handled it? I thought what she said to him, like how she embraced him and how she responded to him in the moment was really sweet. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I find her to be so unstable that I struggle to see how this relationship will manage. For sure. They're very, Ashley is very spontaneous and she's very much in the moment. And so I, I don't know how this will work. Yeah. Uh, but in this... And I think she's kind of immature and selfish too. So. Well, yeah. I think we'll see in the next episode like how the extent of her selfishness. But I do think she handled it pretty well. Like she just embraced him and was there for them and mm-hmm. listened to him. Yeah, and later on she did say that like he's starting to introduce her to his kids. So, I mean, he she sees that he's making an effort. Like honestly, she's been very patient with him with this whole introduction to the family thing. Yeah, I didn't realize she'd never even spoken to them prior uh to this episode. Yeah, he he never it's not like she didn't want to. He just never allowed it. So weird. Mhm. Okay, so after that evening, they both go to a strip club, a joint bachelor-bachelorette party. And I thought it was funny that Ashley said she wanted him to know how cool his fiance was. She wanted him to remember. And I thought it was a pretty telling sort of comment to make because I think, yes, I think in these situations, they get together and it's always a lot of fun and you're traveling and all these things. And then Obviously, when you get to this 90-day window, that's when you're kind of facing sort of real-life decisions and challenges and stuff. And so I think it was a moment where she's just like, I just want him to, I just want to remind him this part of me that maybe he he fell in love with, you know, because they've yeah, been- I didn't look of, at it from that perspective, but that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the fact that, I mean, in a similar sort of vein, right? The fact that they solve their problems by banging it out. I mean, that's kind of, they are just kind of having fun and stuff, right? So, yeah. I have to say, when I was watching this, because we had to watch the show separately so that we wouldn't react in front of each other in preparation for this. We took podcast. it very seriously. We took it we very did. seriously. So uh-huh. when I was watching this, all I could think about is the fact that you were watching this without me and that I wasn't there to cover your <laughs> eyes. Cover my eyes when? When all those strippers were flailing about. Because you think that that's what I would enjoy seeing? I don't I don't think that you would en- I don't even want to think about whether or not you enjoy it. I don't want it like crossing <laughs> your eyes like it's like <laughs> in my mind you're like this the purest and most pristine thing that i have to protect and i don't even want it in your vision so i'm sorry i wasn't there to cover your eyes <laughs> the funny thing is like on this show i drop little nuggets of how nuts you are about mm-hmm. you know these sort of things but now that you're on the show, you're actually showing the listeners that it's way worse than what I've been saying. <laughs> you know? But you, I really, but you have to tell them, I really do cover your eyes when we you watch do. things at home. Like She does. Physically we, cover her eyes. She physically yeah. covers my eyes when there's certain type of scenes like strippers because 
for some reason, I um, she's worried that I would avert my eyes and and look t- a little too long. Um, mm-hmm. Strippers but, you know, also, or naked people, or well, pretty naked people. I don't care if you look at ugly naked people. And uh-huh. Natalie Portman. If Natalie Portman's on screen. I gotta like cover those eyes. <laughs> but she's not ugly. Mm-hmm. No, that these are three separate categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Kendall Jenner mutually too. Mutually exclusive. Yes, and, and she's not on Kendall screen Jenner. that often. She's on screen when we watch the Kardashians. Yeah, true. Okay, well, I'm sorry that my eyes were not covered during this episode because th- there's a lot of there was a lot of strippers during mm-hmm. the show <laughs> under during this episode. Yeah, and uh, my eyes were just yeah. out and about looking around. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you want to say about this? Uh, how do we feel about how Manuel's homeboy passed out? <laughs> and that's <laughs> and that's why Manuel had to join Ashley's party. Do you know? You know who I thought of when they said that? Tammy. I was like, oh, that's Manuel's Tammy. <laughs> Everybody has a Tammy. But Tammy will will wake up a couple hours later and then she'll rally and yep and then she'll get there late. <laughs> she, well, she gets there late whether or not she passes out, but she'll True. just get there later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this also reminds me of me because I too also pass out. Yeah, yeah. After like two drinks from brunch or something, and then I'm I'm done for the for the day. You're not lying about that. No. I'm um. Not. I mean, I'm glad it all sort of worked out between her and her friend, Sally's Mm -hmm. wife. But I did think it was very strange or awkward to, like, want to confront that issue, like, in the middle of a party. Exactly, that weekend. Yeah. Well, you know, that's Chantal's sister. Are you being serious? Like, (laughs) no, I think you guys are kidding, right? Well, I think... I think we started out thinking that, and then we realized we were wrong. But we, we, but that's what we call her. Yeah, I so. forgot that you call Sally Pinot. So yeah, Pinot Noir. <laughs> until you said it earlier, it's like, oh, that's who she's Pinot talking Noir. about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just different to not have Christine here to laugh at my jokes. I'm. I've been laughing along. You have. You've done a good job. Okay. All right. I think. I think we're good with this couple too. I think so. Are you? Don't you think this season's been like so long? Like, what is taking so long? I don't know. They need to wrap it up. Like, every people need to be getting married ASAP. Because I'm. I did feel like to. I did feel like this episode were like getting there, and it was all around the same timing, right? Like two couples mm-hmm. were trying on dresses, right? Two bachelor bachelorette mm-hmm. parties, you know, like they kind of mm-hmm. timed these things to be happening all at the same time in this episode so yeah we're so close we are very close and then we'll we'll get to tell all which is my favorite. tell all is your favorite maybe well i was gonna offer you to come back for tell all but i already promised laura she's well i mean and laura's gonna do an amazing job i'm very excited well maybe we can have you and laura what do you think maybe you should discuss with christine no christine already okay laura oh, okay Christine is right now shaking in her boots, worried that you're going to take over her job. Yeah, right. This was way too much stress. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> you did a great job. What is there to be stressed about? Your listeners don't know me, but you guys do this 
like very easily right after you watch like I had to watch this episode twice and then prior to watching this episode twice I had to re-listen to several episodes that you guys (laughs) have done in preparation for this you know that I am like very not comfortable with like impromptu like non-scripted types of Things. You're just so, very type A. I'm really happy, happy, yes, happy to be here today, but I don't know that I could do this, like, on a recurring basis. So, Christine, your job is safe. Yeah, I will say, I will say, because you've done, you've done a few, you know, podcasts, a few TV interviews, stuff like that. But I think it's safe to say that it's probably been the most professional podcast you've participated in. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say, I hope you would add this experience on like to your resume, add it on the, your LinkedIn. You I know? will. And I, I actually will share this on yeah. all my channels and all, all the things. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think you should be proud. Hopefully you don't lose any, any listeners. No, I, I just find that impossible. Like we're, we're do, we've been doing so well. It's, it's just, we we can only gain listeners. I was debating point. on talking about how um, their how to deal with your significant other's rise to fame. That's what actually I had jotted down. I I mean, as much as I would love to squeeze that in right now, I feel like that's like we need so much more time. <laughs> that's like another episode, <laughs> at least two hours. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, I just put that little droplet out there yeah a teaser okay well when when you come back for whenever that you we we're looking for a sub when you come back we can discuss that or it can be a bonus episode you know good all right well thank you so much for joining us thanks for having me it was a pleasure it was the pleasure's all ours and then um we will see you listeners next time thank you Thanks for listening to another episode of 90 Day Fiance Bay. Find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at 90 Day Fiance Bay and on Instagram at 90 Day Fiance Bay Pod. As always, we appreciate your support and until next time. <laughs>